Hey y'all. Hey, so we are back again for another episode. My name is Camille. Back to the back to the back. <laughs> Let's not have that be the whole intro. <laughs> anyway, my name is Camille. I'm Cheyenne. And if you want to know more about us, you got to listen to the other episodes. We already gave our little spelling intros. So if you're not new here, you already know. But if you are new here, go tap into the other episode. We talked about um, identity in Christ because that's just, it lays the foundation for everything. So really i highly 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 recommend you go listen to the other episode yep yeah okay um but before we dive into this episode we wanted to kind of talk about the name continuously in contrast like where it came from how we came up with this all that other good stuff so basically cheyenne and i let's go back to the dorm like we had (laughs) we had these late night moments when really the holy spirit was just very prevalent in our room like it was crazy we just kept talking about um i knew i know myself i said we should do a podcast but we were like nah 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 we wanted to make sure we weren't just doing it just to do it we definitely like prayed about it and at that time it wasn't it wasn't ready but it did plant a seed for what we have today so that was kind of like okay we kind of thought about a podcast and then literally like in the summer it's like july ish and I'm writing in my notes. I just felt convicted, like, okay, I have to get this out. Like, I have to do a whole podcast. I literally said, okay, I'm going to start the podcast. Why does Cheyenne just text me? I think we need to start the podcast. <laughs> I kid you not, y'all. I had just made the notes. I tapped done on the notes. I get a text from Cheyenne saying, yeah, we need this podcast. So I was like, okay, this is clearly, God is like speaking to the both of us at the same time about the same thing. So we didn't want to be disobedient. So here we are with the podcast. And then I happen to go on TikTok, like, you know, just scrolling through the feed. And this guy, you in the squeaky chair, like, anyway, this guy was making a video about what it's like being a Christian in, in this world. And he said he always feels like he stands out. His caption said, I'm not perfect, but I'm always like I'm continuously in contrast. And I said, oh, that's a good that's a good point, because as Christians, we're supposed to be we're in the world, but not of the world so we're not supposed to like be doing all the same things so we should be standing in contrast with everything that we do like our lives should be different it shouldn't be oh you're a christian no it should not be like that it should be pretty pretty clear yeah that's good okay today's topic we're gonna be talking about resting in god yeah that's deep in in yeah like i feel like you can end the episode here (laughs) to define what rest really is so rest is defined as peace ease or refreshment and the thing i really want to highlight here is just the peace and you know that our peace comes from god through jesus christ you gotta put the through jesus christ because it's it's through jesus christ (laughs) it's through jesus christ yeah it's it's deeper than that a lot of people say god and don't have a relationship with christ Amen. I feel like that's the, episode, that's the topic for another day. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I just want to put that out there, a little side note. Like our peace does come from God through Jesus Christ. And to me, that just means that true rest comes from God or just comes with God. So again, rest is peace, ease, or refreshment. And as I was like looking into this topic, I also wanted to um, find other definitions of rest. And there was a Forbes article that popped up. And the Forbes article said, 
rest, like adequate rest helps your body activate its inner healing cascade and return to a state of homeostasis. This is when your body can repair and recover. And I was thinking, wow, one part that really stuck out to me was that rest helps your body activate its inner healings. What is your inner healing? Go ahead, Cheyenne, answer the question. Um, inner healing has to do with your soul, and your soul is your mind, will, and emotions. So you're just healing yourself on the inside. Healing your soul. Soul has to do with the spirit and God and Jesus. So, I mean... I feel like Forbes wasn't trying to say it, but this is a spiritual thing. When I saw that, I was like, okay, obviously this is a sign because they're basically telling you that you need to rest in order to, like, protect, to heal, and to restore your soul, your inwardness. And this all ties back to being a spiritual being. So last episode, again, y'all should go, like, y'all should go listen to the last episode. But the last episode, we talked about, like, our identity in Christ, but we talked about the difference in going deeper into just, like, um, your physical identity. We are spiritual beings and things like that. So this kind of just ties into why it's important to rest. It's because it's helping our spiritual health. And just to reiterate, rest is important because it's restoration so you can fulfill your purpose. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then to start us off with a good scripture, because, you know, we like to, we're a, what what would you say, like a Bible-based podcast, biblical-based? Yeah. Yeah. We're not just talking here. Yeah. I wasn't just going to put a Forbes article and not quote the Bible as well. Like, come on now. So just to start us off, I want to open with Psalms 46 and one and it says god is always going going to rescue us he has given us the solution and it is resting in him so the full scripture says god is our refuge and our strength always ready to help in times of trouble but to me that just means that god has already given us the solution he's we're resting together like our solution to get out of the trouble is to rest in God because the, what's trouble when you're restless? Like you're not at peace. Mm. You're not like so. Clearly, we need to we need to rest in Him. Yeah, that's good. And this ties into um like being still and acknowledging God's sovereignty, which is something that um one of my friends told me. Um, but yeah, we can just apply that to this verse. Um, knowing that He is God and knowing and understanding His sovereignty. We can rest in that. And sovereignty means supreme power or authority, which we all know God has. He is him. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. <sighs> so funny. Okay, so um, there is a difference between relaxing and resting. Mm-hmm. And something that I got from a Bible plan that I did, um, it says rest is important. It says you can't take a break from life without giving your life to Christ. If I take a break or relax without Christ in my life, I'm still filled with anxiety and have the feeling of needing to do more instead of simply resting. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people say, like, it's true. Like, there's a hole in everybody's heart where you need Jesus. So you're always trying to fill it with more. So if he's not there and the hole is empty, but you're trying to, quote, unquote, relax, you're not going to be able to effectively because you're always thinking about how you can fill that hole and always thinking about the next thing. So I thought that was really good and wanted to share that. Definitely. When you said that, it made me think that like 
a lot of the times we're really trying to find temporary fixes mm-hmm. for yes. for something that's deeper than what we're like going through mm-hmm. like the true solution is jesus christ but <laughs> we're over here trying to do like find peace somewhere else yeah. whether it be other people substances all this other stuff yeah. we're trying to find joy in, in something else we're trying to find patience in something else mm-hmm. and instead of going to the source we're going every other place but the source yeah that's good that you said joy because joy and happiness is two different oh, things. Break it down, break it down for them, break it down for them. That could be a whole episode in itself, but just a little synopsis. Hey, just a little synopsis. You can buy happiness. People like sometimes say you can't buy happiness. Money can't buy you happiness. Yes, it can. It can't buy you joy, though. Yeah. Just going to keep that pin right there. Think about it tonight before you go to sleep. You really, really think about it. Happiness is temporary. Joy is everlasting. It's not situational. What do they say? Because happiness it it comes from happenings. Joy, Mm. it don't matter. It don't matter. (laughs) I got that from some serving y'all, but it doesn't. I feel like that was from Jerry Flowers. Oh, you're only that has to be an episode, y'all. Okay. (laughs) You're gonna be happy when it happens. What? That's the next title. Like, okay, y'all, we're gonna talk about this deeper. Like yeah, that. That's yeah. <laughs> we're gonna but yeah, but I just oh, want to go back to um, the relaxing piece because I think a lot of us we end up talking about like self care. And yes, I'm an advocate for self care. I think it's very important to check in with yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically. You know, make sure you are being healthy, doing all these things, being in the gym, going to therapy, like doing those great things. But you don't want to forget about your spiritual health. Like we are spiritual spiritual beings at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. some questions that I was just thinking of as I was planning out this episode, it's again, like rest is more than just self-care. And is it like, how is it that we always check in mentally, emotionally, or physically, but we seem to always neglect our spiritual health? Because yeah. I think a lot of times people just don't know mm-hmm. about it, but it makes you think that why is it that if you get ample amount of sleep and y'all my friends know I love to sleep like I I value my sleep so much I really do and how is it that I can get eight plus hours of sleep but then you still tired you're still drained and it's just not making any sense or you realize that you're trying to do these little temporary fixes that help your mental health but it won't sustain your spiritual mm. health. Like, that's not going to help you spiritually. That helps you mentally. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, like, don't do it. But you have to understand, like, we're using, like, the wrong so wrong remedy to um, fix the issue when it's deeper than that. Again, y'all, like, it's deeper than just the physical. Mm. It's always spiritual. So you got to make sure you're checking in with your entire self. Because relaxing, you could be watching TV to relax. You can be scrolling on your phone but you still feel empty. Like Cheyenne was talking about how we have a hole in our heart and it's not getting, um, it's getting filled, but it's not gonna be um, filled with good things and it's not gonna be like complete. It won't last. It won't last, yeah. Because you can get filled and be drained once again and the hole will still be there. It's like a cup. You could fill it up with water or juice, but once you drink it, it's gonna be empty again. Whoa, but his cup is overflowing. Oh my God! Okay, y'all. His cup is overflowing. Do you understand the Holy Spirit just busted in this? Pl- 
Okay. One of these days we actually gonna film so y'all can like wow. really see. <laughs> That's actually crazy. His cup you're like running you're, over. You continue to fill your cup up, but his cup is overflowing. It never has to be refilled. Wow. It never has to be refilled. <laughs> so why are we trying to do God's work? <laughs> why are we trying to do God's work? That doesn't you see y'all how it doesn't make sense? It doesn't make sense. Wow. But Dang. <laughs> this was not planned. Like, that was... I'm looking at the notes. It's not on the notes. It's not on the notes. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Okay. I just... I feel like we got to take, like, a moment. Just really... I just need to... <laughs> we just need to bask in that. That's just... What? His cup is running... It's running over. And it's filling up your heart. It never has to be refilled. It's constantly... It doesn't end. It's continuously. Oh, okay, let's die. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. okay let's let's get we're back done. to the task at yeah. hand. The task at hand. All right. Um, <laughs> that little praise break. Wow. But, <laughs> whew. but yeah, check in with your with your spiritual, with your spiritual health. Gosh, yeah. I cannot speak. I'm I'm still kind of just thinking about what we just said before. <laughs> um, but yeah, check in with your spiritual health. It's very important, and it's easy to neglect because you don't always see it. Because, again, like I said, you can be going through the motions. You're still going to class. You're still making good grades. You're still going to practice. You're still going to sleep. You're still showing up for your friends. Mm -hmm. You're still going to the gym, but you still feel drained. You have to understand that it's deeper than that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So that um, thing Can you stop rocking the chair? We literally did a little sound check, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to rock my chair. Here's Cheyenne goes, rocking the chair. Yeah, but that wraps up our first point, what is rest? Um, And to reiterate, rest is peace, ease, or refreshment. Um, Our second point is to be present in the moment and just rest in the moment. Um, Don't take the Holy Spirit's presence for granted. Like, just rest in it. We kind of talked about this last time, like, <clears throat> us even being able to be in his presence is a gift and a privilege. So when you get it, like rest in it. Um, and this camp that I keep bringing up that I went to <laughs> in the summer, um, I was convicted for this, um, for not like resting in the Holy Spirit's presence. I was praying like, I want more of you, God, more of you, God. And that's what he was giving me just peacefully and just in a restful way. Um, so yeah he kind of told me like just stop talking and just rest like I'm here and I'm giving you more of me just not in the way you expect I guess but yeah um so a verse that I really like that ties into being present in the moment is Matthew 6 34 which I'm sure we all know um don't worry about tomorrow it will take care of itself you have enough to worry about today be present in today be present in the moment you're in right now, mm-hmm. don't worry about the next one. So good. Um, and then going back to you glow and like rest, um, me and my friend were talking about this, but like being in God's presence doesn't mean you need all the fireworks at like speaking in tongues loudly, falling to the ground, yada, yada, yada. Um, but he was just teaching us to rest in his peacefully divine presence. <clears throat> yeah, that's so good, right? You have to pause after peacefully divine. 
crazy. I use, yeah. I was going over this, and the Holy Spirit literally gave me peacefully divine. Um, and he basically said, like, God never had to do too much. His divine. Never had to do too <laughs> much. Too much. Um, he's divine when I'm quietly crying and feeling peaceful, but he's also divine, like, when I'm blasting tongues, screaming his name, whatever. But just rest in his peacefully divine presence. I thought that was so good when I heard that. Yeah, I think when you were talking about that, it just made me think that, like, God God doesn't change. Like, we already know, like, God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. But he's the same when you are speaking in tongues, you are falling to the ground, you are dancing. But but he's also the same when you're just... Sydney, like he he literally and stays he's still the same. There. Like, it's yeah, not like he's changing anything. He's not going to change. We don't serve a God that changes. Mm-hmm. And if you are, you're not serving the true God. <laughs> like, because he he doesn't change. He doesn't switch up. What he says is true. And he said he was gonna always be with us. He's always there for us. He will never leave nor forsake us. So regardless of how we are, kind of, I guess, expressing or representing, um, feeling his presence. Yeah, he's still there. So it doesn't have to look a certain way, especially I think a lot of times like people might want to do what other people are doing because they think that, oh, I'm supposed to do this Mm -hmm. because it's like, no, if you don't like if you're not really feeling it in your spirit and your soul to go ahead and jump and run. Don't run. Exactly. This isn't a gym. We we don't get don't don't try to get your steps in on Sunday because you see Sister Mary over there. She running. Are you really like? No, I mean so for real because some people will shout and holler. But like, do are you feeling that, or is it because other people are shouting and hollering? That's good. Yeah, but it's also like if you're in a quiet space and you feel like you just have to scream, it that is fine because. That that is you don't have to conform with other how other people are feeling God in that moment. Yeah, you don't have to praise him the same way. Mm-hmm. Because if your praise is changing, you're not praising God, you're praising man. Because you're you're switching it up like you're trying to conform to what they're doing. That I just <laughs> amen. That I that just that just really came to me. Yeah. Cheyenne. Let's count how many times <laughs> she has been creaking this chair. <sighs> Okay. That's good. That yeah. also goes into something God told me like last semester was I don't have to like cry to be in the Holy Spirit's presence or feel like the Holy Spirit is mm-hmm. there. Like I can just be sitting there thinking about him and he's there. I don't have to cry to represent him being there. Yeah. Because he he made us unique and how we react to things is like it's unique to us and God knows like how his like our relationship with God is so personal. So he knows that like how you're showing your feelings. You know, it's like it made me think of like the love languages. We my friends and I were talking about love languages yesterday. And we all have different love languages. And it's fine. But it's like Okay, that is I'm getting I'm it's growing on me, but it's like if I don't really know you, why are you giving me a hug? But it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. I'm I'm warming up. I think going to Spelman and having Cheyenne as a friend really has opened me up to being more, you know, huggy, if you will. But um okay. <laughs> but the reason why I bring up the love languages is because our relationship with God is a loving relationship and we all have different ways of showing it. So Ooh, just Yeah, like okay, you you get you, you guys see the picture I'm trying to paint here, like the languages that we wow. are 
expressing and showing our love to God, he knows how we receive love and how we show love. And maybe other people don't see that. Maybe people think like, oh, you're not crying. Did you really feel his presence? Yes, I did. And God knows I felt it. Like, <laughs> you don't have to do what everyone else is doing. So, yeah, that that's just my little, my little two cents right there. One of my top love, love languages is physical touch. Very much I, so. Hey, Very much, much so. Not too much. <laughs> Sometimes I just be thinking like, dang, Lord, I just want to give you a hug. So I guess that's kind of how I represent physical touch to him without like actually, you know, being able to do it yet. Because when we get, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Also, um, a scripture that I was, I, it really did come to mind when Cheyenne was just talking about like being present, like not worrying about tomorrow, like be in the moment. And she said she had felt convicted when God was telling her like, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I'm a peacefully divine. And in that, God is just telling you to just be still. And it made me think of this Psalms 4610, be still and know that I am God. Mm-hmm. Be still and be content in knowing the truth that I'm with you. Mm-hmm. If um, you're hollering, if you're not hollering, That's if right. like you're being like, you f- feel like you're g- getting blessed all of a sudden, I'm with you, but when the moment where you think that you're not really blessed, I mean, it's a blessing to just be up, but like when you feel like you're not really getting something, God is still with you. You feel like he's not there. That's another point. Slow down, man. Slow down. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just, it was just on, like I had, I felt like I just, let me just throw that in there. But we're going to keep coming back to just being still and just, wow. Yeah. Be still. Um, So being in the present also ties into listening to the voice of God um, and resting while doing so. If you're always up doing everything, just doing too much, you can't hear from him. Um, So in order to hear from him, you have to rest. Um, And then a verse that I like that ties into that is 1 Corinthians 16, 13, emphasizing part where it says, be on guard. Um, The verse says, be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous and be strong. So in order to hear God, hear from God, hear his voice, you have to be on guard, um, be alert, be attentive. Yeah. Anything on that? You got it. Like, <laughs> you just got to be ready. Okay. Um, and then something else that goes into that is um, being on fire for God, but resting while we're doing so. So we can be on fire for God and want to evangelize and want to do all this stuff. And that's great. But we have to listen to what he's saying before we do those things, mm-hmm. which is something else that he told me at camp. And I really see it now, I guess. So, yeah. Um, personally, um, when we talk about like <clears throat> hearing from God and hearing him speak, um, he speaks to me most when I'm like quiet and just resting in him and just like sitting there. Um, and yeah, and through <laughs> and through his actions. So being attentive and being having a list. Sorry, y'all, technical difficulties. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, like having that um, listening ear and being intent attentive is <laughs> imperative. Um, and then how I said he like speaks to me through his actions is like I'll pray about something and then it'll de- either happen or it won't. So. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I wanted to kind of um, note is when Cheyenne was talking, she said, like, you know, a lot of times God communicates with her, um, like, quietly. Like, when you, you said when you're in, like, a quiet um, space or, or place almost. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think of, I was listening to this sermon, and 
by one of my favorites, Pastor <coughs> Reginald Sharp. I love him, Fellowship Church. Anyway, but... Shout out, Reggie. Yeah, I really do love you, Reggie. Anyway, <laughs> I love your work. Okay, <laughs> no, no, no. But um, the reason why I wanted to point this out is that he was talking about how... God whispers because he never has to yell. You know yeah. why he doesn't have to yell? Because he's so yeah. close to us. Oh, that's that's good. why he, that that's why he's whispering yeah. to you. Because he's right there. He doesn't have to scream. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. You know what's so crazy? I just told I think I told my Colorado friends this. But um there was a time I usually when I'm at home, I usually pray in the bathroom. That's like my prayer closet, whatever. So yeah, I was in there. This this happened about maybe a year ago. I was in there praying. And then as I was, I think I was just sitting there listening. And I heard like a banging, like a loud banging on a table. And <laughs> it was like screaming my name. Like it was like Cheyenne, 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 like screaming, banging on the table. And I thought it was my brother. I'm like, bro, why are you yelling? Like I'm about to come out. But then I went out after and I asked him, he was like, no, like <laughs> nobody was doing that. And for a while, I didn't know. I was like, Lord, was that you trying to get my attention or was that the devil like upset or something? And then that's when I heard that God doesn't have to scream like he just has to uh, whisper or whatever. So I was like, wow, the devil's like mad that I'm in this space with you. So he's trying to yell my name to distract me or something like I just knew it wasn't God when I heard that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but that's true. Like, again, yeah. Cheyenne had already said, like, he never had to do too much. Never like, in the reason, God is always with you, so he doesn't have to yell, scream. Bang on the table. No. Like, literally, I'm telling y'all, bro, I'm telling you, it was like... Like Cheyenne, and they were screaming my name. He just mad you with you close to God. Like he's just mad at the relationship with God. He's mad he's on the losing team. (laughs) Like he already lost, but he's just mad. Sore loser. I mean, if I were you, I'd be mad too, devil. Good thing I'm not you. (laughs) (laughs) You be easy though. All right. So our next point is to um, take advantage of and rest in everything God has given you. Um, so to start, I'll just say, um, that we shouldn't rush anything. Anything rushes from the devil. And this is what I learned. Um, I had a, I guess it was a good opportunity. I don't know. (laughs) I had an opportunity that came through Spelman, um, to apply like to one of their early med school programs, but I only had like five days to do it. A whole long application, all this. So of course I'm praying about it, you know? Um, but then in the same, my prayer closet in the bathroom, (laughs) um, God just told me like, no, like, this is not it. Like, you know, if he wants me to go there, then I'll get there another way. Um, and then I read, I was doing Bible plan at the same time. And it talked about the devil, um, rushing things. Like when something is rushed, it's usually from him. I posted that on Instagram, and then Camille slides up and says, wow, this is like the medical thing. And I was like, mind blown, because I didn't even think about that. But yeah, that was just confirmation. Like, don't rush anything. Don't allow anybody else to rush anything for you. If God wants you to do it, he... That's so good. His plans are already laid out for you. 
she just said this. His plans are already laid out. He already knows what he wants to do. He already knows what's going to happen. So he doesn't need you to like, I guess, rush to get to anything. Be uh, he doesn't need you to rush to get to anything because he's already processing you to get there. It makes so much more sense in my head. No, I get what you're saying because it's already done. Because right. God does things completely. Exactly. He, he knows what he wants you to do. Mm -hmm. So he's having you go on that train to get there. It's not like, oh, something new comes up. Let me have her hurry up and rush to get it. He doesn't have to rush. That's good. Yeah. Never has to rush. <laughs> Again, like rushing, screaming, like that's just not him. Like he doesn't move like that all the time. And you know what they say? Real G's move in silence and we serve a oh! big G God. Said something about some lasagna, and I didn't get it at first. But you're talking about the little way lyric where he says, like, real G's yeah. moving silence like lasagna. Y'all, yeah. when Cheyenne I found out about this later, she's sending it months, months later, mind <laughs> you. This is a lyric that's been out for years, and she's like, Oh my gosh, guys, I finally get it. Like, okay, but anyway, he's a real G, that's why he's moving in silence. And the only way to really hear him is being still and being quiet. So you can't resting so you can hear. Anyway, um, going off of just not rushing anything. It just also goes to say, Cheyenne, <laughs> her in this chair. Like, she, can she sit still? I don't know. But <laughs> going into this, I would say um, it's just about patience. Like, not rushing something and trying to speed it up is just you being patient. So rest is really teaching us how to be patient. And patience is a um, a fruit of the spirit. Mm, I believe, how many, there's six or seven? seven. So there's seven. Nine, actually. There are nine? I don't know. It's in Galatians. Yeah, it, I, knew, we I know, think it's we, nine. We know the backstory. Um, but right now we're talking about patience. We're not talking about the other ones. We're gonna, we're yeah, gonna. Let's, let's get the fruits of the spirit. Yeah, that's, that's another time of the day. But anyway, they're. Read up on your Yeah. Yeah, that's actually the whole chapter is really good. But the, there's a section that talks about the fruits of the spirit. And one of them is patience. Mm -hmm. So when we were talking about just not rushing anything, God is really just telling you when you're, you have to be still, you got to be present in the moment. Stop rushing. Literally be patient. So when we rest, it's patience. And since patience is a fruit of the spirit, resting heals your spirit. Resting is beneficial to your soul. And going back to that Forbes article, it literally says resting helps your body activate its inner healings. Mm -hmm. Inner healings, that's your soul, your inwardness, like, mm -hmm. it all just ties back to it. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, on this same point, um, resting in everything's God, everything God has provided you, being content in everything God has provided you, um, when this came up, I was reading Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, and uh, Jeremiah twenty nine sorry verse seven. It says, "Also seek the peace and prosperity of the city, to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospered, you too will prosper." And the first thing I thought about when I read this um, was just taking advantage of everything that God has provided me with and resting in it. Um, another verse that I recently found um, that has to do with this is Hebrews thirteen five. 
It says, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. You don't have to worry about getting more or be greedy for more. Just be content in what you have. Be present in the moment. Um, that's a good point. Yeah. That, that's real good. That's good. Last verse is Psalm 78.4. It says, we will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord, about his power and his mighty wonders. And then 78.7 says, so each generation should set its hope anew on God, not forgetting his glorious miracles and obeying his commands. Um, God does so much, but that doesn't mean we should forget like what he's done or forget his blessings. Um, so yeah, just rest in them and remember them so you can go tell other people, go tell the generations about it. Yeah. That's really good. Just understanding you have to, you have to truly be content with what you have. Mm -hmm. Like God has given you everything you need in that moment. Maybe it, maybe it won't be everything you want, but God doesn't care about everything you want. Like, he's trying to give you what you need so you can fulfill your purpose. And you just have to um, understand there's the difference between needs and wants. And also, God's needs and God's wants compared to ours. Like, yes, he will fulfill the, the... Oh, my gosh, can I speak? He will fulfill the desires of our hearts. But, like, he also... He's checking our heart posture. So, if the desire is not really... It's not really going to work out for our plan, like for his plan and all this other stuff. And it's really just me. He might not fulfill that. And he's going to keep us from harm. So if your Mm -hmm. plan, it may be good, but there may be something spiritual that our natural eye can't see. So no's, that's another one. Pastor Mary talked about that. That's a big lesson that I learned this year was that no's are blessings as well. So if your desire, like it doesn't really happen, then it was to help you. Yeah, we thank God for the closed doors. And going off of that, just understanding that God definitely knows more than we do. He sees more than we do. So, yeah. And we have to understand that he is operating on his own time. It's it's not us. He's operating. His time is outside of our time. You actually can look this up. Like, like it's I forgot what the technical term is. But, like, the time we're using is different from the time that God is using because he's, um, he's like, omniscient, omnipotent, all those things. He's all-knowing. He's everywhere at once. So, he, clearly, that doesn't work for us. We cannot be everywhere at once. But that's why we're not God. It's different. But we just have to understand that, yeah, God's timing is outside of our timing. He knows more, and his timing is always best. Because even though we want something in right now, it may not be that good for us. Like, it may seem good, but it's not really that good. And an analogy I like to bring up is this little microwave society, also from Pastor Sharp. Like, he talked about how, you know, we're such a microwave society. Like, we're used to just putting things in the microwave, getting stuff instantaneously. But we don't serve an instantaneous God. We serve a God that will bless us in due season, in due time, and on his time. You know, I like to say that God is wearing a watch that literally says on time. There's no there's no numbers on it. It just says on time. And we have to understand that, like, <laughs> even though I know, like, in this age, we can look anything up and get our answers quickly, but God doesn't operate like that. So you can't use what we do in the world to really define God. He's outside of it. Yeah, that's just a little little tidbit in there how to just throw that in. Yeah, that's good. Um, resting in God also has to do with favor. Um, so favor comes by resting in God daily. And then resting can also equal blessings. When we rest, 
we're blessed. Um, so slight bar, slight bar. You you peep that? Like will you rest your but anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, John eight forty seven says, "Whoever is this is a little shady. Whoever is of God hears the words of God." The reason why you don't hear them is that you are not of God. Is this the Message Bible? <laughs> I don't know. Because you know, the message, know. y'all, Message Bible really just the message be. Don't keep it, message is black. <laughs> he keeps it real. It, it, they keep it real. Like, they don't sugarcoat yeah. nothing. He's basically saying you're not favored and you don't hear me because you're not in me. You just want to play church, right? So I'm favored by him. I'll say we're favored by him and know him in his voice because we listen to him and bask in his presence. So we encourage you to do the same thing. No tea, no shade. I mean, he gave you the shade. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And something that was um, so good from camp too is one of the, one of the, um, the people that preached, he said, um, God is able to reveal things to us that he doesn't reveal to others Um, when we're intimate with him and when we know him. And the example he brought up was Moses. He asked us who wrote the first five books of the Bible. And then everybody said Moses. And they were like, if Moses wasn't born at that time, um, that was, what did he say? He gave a number of so many years before Moses wasn't born at that time. How did he know that that stuff happened? Because he was so connected to God and God revealed those things to him. So he was able to write about it. He wasn't alive during all of that. So how was he supposed to know? He was so connected to God that God was able to tell him about it. So, yeah, just be connected and he'll reveal things to you that other people won't see. Yeah. That is very good. Just understanding again that God sees things that we do not see and when you are connected to him he will show you glimpses of what he knows like he's not going to tell us everything because if we knew everything then we would be God and that just can't work out um something else I want to point out is how rest is worship Mm -hmm. and the reason why I'm saying this is you know, I happened to be on Instagram and Jackie Hill Perry had posted this thing about rest. And I was like, oh, this is a really good point. And um, the whole she had like a bunch of pictures. All of them were really good. But something I'm specifically going to bring out is this quote right here. And it says God's provision isn't dependent on our hustle, but on his goodness. So we were talking about resting in him is like equivalent to our blessings. Resting in him like really just shows our favor that he has over our lives because you have to understand that regardless of how hard you're on that grind, regardless of how hard you're hustling, you know, no days off, all this other stuff, which is a problem, no days off. <laughs> Maybe you need to take some, some time off. Like, why is it not working when you had no days off? Because you're not resting. You literally had no days off. But anyway, we're not here to, we're not here to talk about other people. But, um, she's just basically saying, like, it's not really on you. And again, like, God does not need us. Like, he can do anything on his own. You have to humble yourself and understand that it's we, like us. We're the ones who are dependent on God, not the other way around. So when you rest, you realize that, wow, like you're, you're, you're taking a step back. You're really just reflecting. You're giving up control. And you realize, wow, I'm still, I got blessed with all of this. Like, yes, I worked hard because we know faith without works is dead. Like, yes, I worked hard, but 
you realize, okay, I did all this and I'm resting and I'm still getting blessed. How is that possible? And when you you realize it's possible because his goodness is not dependent on us. It's not dependent on how hard you're working. It really is God. And you just have to um, understand that we are honestly nothing without his grace, his love, his provision, his mercy, everything. Yeah, that's good. That literally goes into the next thing. Um, This verse says that God takes care of his very own while we sleep. While you're resting, God is working. Mm. He's literally telling you to rest. He don't (laughs) stop. Like, that verse is Psalms 127, 1 to 2. Unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects a city, guarding it with um, centuries will do no good. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat. For God gives rest to his loved ones, or God takes care of his very own while we sleep. So don't minimize what God is doing in your rest. Like you just sitting there in your quiet time, God is literally working. Um, And sometimes we might worry in our rest, like be so consumed by the idea that we're not doing anything or not doing, getting anything done. That's me sometimes like just anxious, not clinically anxious because that's a different thing yeah (laughs) but just thinking about what I have to do and I'm sitting here not doing anything and I could be doing something like that is a problem (laughs) I also have that problem like when you think like there's just no time I gotta do this this and this Mm -hmm. and it's like how can I really just because you might be asking us like how could we really just like take the time and just rest but I'm gonna answer that later on but this hold on to that because I mean we share the same things like especially being in college and stuff we're gonna get to that later but it all ends up working out basically just but we all kind of experience that little like anxious feeling like okay Mm -hmm. if i really stop i'm I'm doing nothing and like you feel like okay maybe it won't work out because i'm not i'm not doing anything but Mm -hmm. taking a break is part of the work Mm -hmm. like you have to that's order that's that's the only way for things to really be productive Like, take that break. You need to rest. You need to realize. Because when you rest and you are, like, you know, recharging, you realize that God is working with you. Like, again, he's moving. He's moving, like, in the dark. Like, he's moving while we're asleep. It's like, you know, like, how can millionaires and billionaires, like, they be sleeping. Their money is working for them. Like, they can rest and they know that they're still getting paid. Yeah. That's just the kind of mindset you need to have that, like, it's okay. I need this rest. It's all going to work out. Yeah. And, you know, a a daily application. um, Sometimes my friends like to say I'm not listening to them when they're talking to me because I do other things. But I'm sorry. If I need to get this done, I'm going to get it done while I'm listening. (laughs) But that is a problem, you know. It tells people that you're not listening. And even though I'm listening... I'm very invested in your conversation, but I need to get this done. There's too many things for me to do to just sit here and not do anything. But I have to be reminded that God is going to work it out. And you know you are doing something when when you're listening. That is something. Mm -hmm. You're never doing completely nothing. Because even when you're sitting in silence, you're listening to God. So it might feel like, oh, I'm not doing anything. Mm. No, you're listening. That is an action. That's good. Yeah. Also, to your point about, you know, want to be invested into the conversation, but you doing other stuff. Just so you know, you're still doing something. Just had to throw that in there. Had to, had to, had to put that in, the, in there that even though it, it might feel like physically you're not doing anything, but 
you're doing something internally you are listening and spiritually something is happening um emotionally something might happen you're making the person feel heard yes i'm sorry cammy <laughs> okay real moment right here all right <laughs> um yeah so camille brought this up earlier a little and she was talking about um like feeling god or something like that but um just because we don't feel god doesn't mean he's not there Mm -hmm. um or not and does not mean that he's not working in our lives um and something that really hit me this came up like a while a while back but somebody said like feelings and emotions are deceptive so just because i don't Mm -hmm. feel god doesn't mean that he's not there Um, And I've definitely felt this so many times um, and can say that I just got to the point of remembering like God's promises in those moments where I'm like, I don't feel you. Um, But being reminded of his promises is very important. Um, And it just reassures that he's there even if I don't feel it. Um, Shout out to Abby. I like to call her my mentor. (laughs) She really helped me understand that. Um, Yeah, that God is still there even if it doesn't feel like it. Um, and then something else that she brought up was if I don't feel like he's there, um, he may be testing me, meaning he's still there, but he's already given me the tools I need to get through a situation or to get through the test that he's giving me. He's just watching. And an analogy I heard was the teacher will like teach you stuff and give you the tools you need. But then when you take the test, the teacher is not helping you. The teacher's like by the door watching or whatever just to observe to make sure everything's going okay and that's kind of like god like he's still there but he's already giving you the tools you need so now he's just testing you to see you know um but yeah so when you feel like god is not there um you can remember verses like deuteronomy 31 8 it says the lord himself goes before you and will be with you he will never leave you nor forsake you do not be afraid do not be discouraged that's from the old testament Some people would want a New Testament verse as well. Um, So this is um, from the when Jesus is telling his disciples about the Great Commission. He says, um, teach them to do everything I've told you. I will be with you always, even until the end of the world. And then from earlier, the verse Hebrews 13, 5, it says, keep keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have, because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So those are just three verses you can remember. Deuteronomy 31, 8, Matthew 28, 20, and Hebrews 13, 5, where God says he'll be with you always. Yeah. Um, And then Camille actually just said refuel, which was so crazy because that was in my note. But um, (laughs) something. What can I say? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I heard a sermon one time that was talking about um, landing your plane. And it was basically saying, like, to rest and refuel. Um, Sometimes we need to land our planes, not do everything. Go ahead and do what God has told us to do, but then land the plane, rest, and refuel. So I thought that was just so good. I wanted to share that. Sorry, y'all. Living in Atlanta, everybody wants to have a sports car or thinks that their car is all big and bad. <laughs> but that was that, that's a definitely a good point yeah. because you can't take off with no fuel. Mm-hmm. You can't do everything God has called you to do if you are not, you know, refueling, resting, recharging, all of that. Yeah. 
Um, and an advantage, or I guess, uh, uh, what would I call it? Uh, help me out here. An advantage of it? I guess so. Of resting? Or, like, I guess a result? A result. Yeah. A result of resting um, is you get the godly glow. You know, people be on Instagram talking about, got the godly glow. Spend time with God. You'll get the glow. Yada, yada, yada. People tell you, like, you glowing. Yada, yada, yada. The the godly glow is real, right? Um, And when we get it, when we rest in God and listen to him, just like Moses did. So, it's okay. I'll just... Yeah. So Exodus 34, 29 through 35. Now listen closely. The title is The Radiant Face of Moses. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the covenant law in his hand, he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, his face was radiant and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them. So Aaron and all the leaders of the community came back to him and he spoke to them. Afterwards, all the Israelites came near him, and he gave them all the commandments the Lord had given him on Mount Sinai. When Moses finished speaking to them, he put a veil over his face. But whenever he entered the Lord's presence to speak with him, he removed the veil until he came out. And when he came out and told the Israelites what had been commanded, they saw that his face was radiant. Then Moses would put the veil back over his face until he went to speak with the Lord. So Moses kept going to God, kept going to God, and his face was too bright for them. Like, they couldn't even take it. Um, so that's the same thing with us. When we spend time with God, it may not visibly... I guess it would visibly be radiant. Because some people say that, like, you're glowing. Like, so- <laughs> It definitely does work. You can do all the yeah. skincare you want, but you know, like, when you are, like, stressed out, restless, yeah. you're not at peace, yeah. you're going to break out. Like, your body just reacts mm-hmm. to stress differently. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, maybe you should just take some rest. Maybe your skin will clear up. I don't know. I'm not a dermatologist, and I'm Where's also yeah. Do that. Yeah. Add that to your skincare routine and let us know what happens. Yeah, yeah. you literally glow. That's crazy. Like it's real. Like Moses was glowing. Like it's more than us, but you would literally glow. And I'm sure some of y'all had heard that before. Like, oh, you're glowing. Like skincare routine. What? Like no, just resting in God. So that's cool. That's cool that it's like we can take something from the Bible and actually like see it in our lives. That's what the Bible is here for. Application. These are basic. Oh. Oh, biblical basic. I've heard both before leaving Earth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That's (laughs) That's what it stands for. It doesn't actually stand for that, but that's what people have just interpreted. I think it does. Really? I think so. That's oh, I, I've heard. I just heard it was interpreted. I don't know if this oh, is. I don't know. We don't know. We don't that's know. That's what it stands for for me. So. Uh, yeah, I'm. <laughs> hey, man, that's how I follow my life. That's how you follow yeah. your life. It's whatever. Yeah, but spend time with God. You'll glow. Um, another thing that ties into this is anxiety. As I was saying before, not clinical anxiety. Lecrae was talking about this the other day on the rest of the day story. Um, but clinical anxiety and this anxiety, like in the Bible, is different. <clears throat> Um, but when anxious thoughts come, we can run to God um, through prayer, reciting verses, and then we'll feel better. Um, and the verse that goes into that is Matthew eleven twenty eight to 29. It says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. That can also mean like anxious. Um, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. Um, So I know for me, oftentimes I'll have like an anxious thought and then the Holy Spirit will remind me to like shut it down. 
Um, and that is like without me even having to think about it. So sometimes I'll be anxious and then think about a scripture, I guess. Sometimes the Holy Spirit would just tell me to calm down. And that literally happened the other day. We were sitting in Braven and they were just going over all this stuff that we have to do. And then I started thinking about all this other stuff that I have to do. And the Holy Spirit was literally like, calm down. And I was like, wow. Like, I didn't even have to, you know, pray about me calming down. He just brought it to me. And then another one was the other night. I was tired. I was rushing through prayer, like, trying to lay down. And he literally said, like, calm down. Take a deep breath. So I thought that was just cool to share. You know, like, when you rest in God and really spend time in his presence, you don't even have to pray and ask him to help you. He'll just come and help you and remind you. God is always ready to help in times of trouble. That was the first scripture I had said. You see how everything just kind of connects? And when you just said, like, be calm, literally be still and know that I am God, like, know that it's all going to be, it's all going to work out. It's, God's going to work it out. It's, that's yeah. that. And another thing, there are a lot of other scriptures I really do <laughs> hope. So yeah, like, you, we can't list all of them, yeah. but um, I definitely recommend, like, looking into scriptures that will allow you to really, um, it can calm these types of anxious thoughts. But again, like, mm-hmm. this is not clinical anxiety. Yeah. And we are also, well, I know Cheyenne wants to be a medical professional. I am not on that path. So I don't know all the information for that. Um, and another thing we would like to talk about is just resting in prayer and like Cheyenne was kind of touching on this already about what that means but I want yeah to dive deeper. yeah just a quick thought I thought about um is that we're able to pray and rest in that prayer when we know who we are goes back to identity make sure y'all watch the first episode like exactly um and then um we can rest in the knowledge of God's presence his sovereignty and his consistent work in our lives so when we pray, we can do it, not worry, not be anxious, because we know who we are. We know what God says about us. And we also know that he's going to work in our rest and work in our favor. Amen. That's I mean, that's all we You see, again, you don't have to do too much. You don't like, gosh, never. Okay. And so we talked about rest. We like, we defined it. And again, that's peace ease or refreshment we talked about why it's so beneficial oh the benefits that was a better word we could have used benefits but yeah we talked about you know resting in prayer being present in the moment having favor when you rest rest is worship um rest can calm your anxious thoughts and so we we did all that that groundwork all for us to say that really the sabbath like like this was all just the groundwork for sabbath yeah so yeah, the Sabbath. Go yeah. ahead, go ahead. Yeah, the Sabbath is still important. Um, sometimes people say like the Old Testament or verses there, like some of those laws don't apply to us. Um, yeah, but the Sabbath. I was gonna say something. Um, but the Sabbath is still important, um, and it's in the New Testament. So a verse that I wanted to bring up was Hebrews four one. And then 4, 9 to 10, it says, Therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it. So it's saying he's still telling us to take the Sabbath. He's still telling us to rest. This is the New Testament, Hebrews. Um, Let us not fall short of it. 
9 through 10 says, There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God, for anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. Yes. I'll... Actually, let me just say it now because it makes sense. Um, But yeah, it says just as God rests from his work, we should rest, right? And his work was... um, what am I saying? Building like the creating the heavens and earth. Exactly. In Genesis. Um, so Genesis two, three says, God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy because it was the day when he rested from all of his work of creation. And I watched a video. Um, it was a biblical laws video from what do they call it? The Bible project. And when I tell you this hit me, they said that Every day, days one through six in Genesis had a beginning and the end. God created this, the day ended, God created this, blah, blah. They said the seventh day, the day that God rested, didn't have an end. So we are constantly to remain in rest. It's not just, I know, it doesn't just start and then it ends. No, we're supposed to constantly remain in rest. So I just thought that was so good, like... Every every day, one through six, had a definite beginning and end, but the seventh day didn't. It makes you think that, like, when you work, you should have an ending to your work. Mm-hmm. You should not be, work like, overworking yourself. Yeah, that's good. That's That really is good. And, like, there's other scriptures, too, but I know Cheyenne was, like, she brought in the New Testament. The Old Testament had already said, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Right. That's in Exodus. Basically, the Sabbath is very important, and we, sh- we should be doing it because God has told us to. He's called us to rest. Yeah. And that, any other thing you want to yeah. say on that? Um, there was a guy that came to life and spoke, Dr. John P. Key, um, and his lesson was on pointless preparations. Basically, don't prepare for things in your doubt. Um, if you have doubt, extinguish it and rest. Um, so an example of that could be like, Mm, you doubt mm, I don't know what is an example um I guess if you think you're gonna get an opportunity like you want to do it and mm-hmm. but then you're thinking oh I'm not gonna get it but then yeah. it's like why are you doing yeah, it if you so, are <laughs> yeah yeah that's good or like you you um dang how do I explain this we can just go in mind and say like the figure with the opportunity but basically just don't go in with that mindset yeah like because if you're going in with a failing mindset yeah okay. like your mind really that's gonna set the stage so if you know you're gonna like if you think you're gonna fail you probably will yeah. like don't not apply because you think you're going to fail don't not apply because you have doubt that would be a pointless preparation i guess yeah because why waste your time if you already have yeah. sealed it for yourself yeah then there's just really no point. Yeah, so he said to worship, praise, and then rest. So I just want to share those three words. Those are pretty good. Worship, praise, rest. Yeah, folks. Okay, and the current theme that we're just going to keep going with the show is how at the end we're going to do a little personal application. So our questions for ourselves and also for the audience is how do we rest in God? And then the second one is how do we honor Sabbath as a college student? I kind of touched on this earlier. Like we know it can be hard because you think that like I'm doing nothing. How I can't just sit and do nothing. But yeah, Cheyenne, how do you rest in God? And how do you honor the Sabbath as a college student at the number one institution? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I actually... um, HBCU, not institution. HBCU. I had to put that aside. 
Okay. <laughs> I um, actually was asked this question, I think something similar in a Bible plan. Um, and my answers were more social media fast, which I still do. Take actual breaks from my phone and just sit and literally just listen to God. Something I've been doing lately is like um, also with homework is like 30 minutes of work, five minute break and just not get on my phone or nothing, just sit um, and then like recite a verse. So I'm like memorizing a verse every time I take a break, the same verse so I can understand it. Um, but then the last thing is time management. I have to, I have these daily schedules that I do. If you know me, you know. <laughs> she always has her little paper. I'm telling y'all, yeah. she's always going to be writing something down in her yeah. little schedule. I have to manage my time that way. And that's how I'm able to see what time I have and then rest in God. Yeah. And then um, the last one, how do we honor the Sabbath as college students? Um, last semester, when God reminded me that taking the Sabbath is important, I started doing that on Sundays. Um, I would actually do that at home. That actually, I think we were talking about that yesterday. At home, Sunday was like the day that we don't do anything. So like even down to ironing, like she was like, y'all not about to iron. Like if you want to get your clothes together, iron Saturday night. So Sunday was literally church, eat, spend time with family and chill. No homework, no nothing. So I tried to implement that here too. Um, it's definitely harder, especially now with like the science classes and all the courses I'm taking, but I'm definitely going to try to do that better starting tomorrow. So I'm going to try to get all my work done today so I don't have to do it tomorrow. So that could be my Sabbath. Very good. Um, for me, I would say how I um, rest in God. First, you got to prioritize God because when you pri- when you prioritize God, everything's going to work out. Like, you know, people are talking about like, how, how do you really have time for this? Because I put God first, yeah. and he just makes everything else. Everything Matthew else falls up. That's my favorite verse. Seek first the kingdom of God, and everything else will fall into place. You just be so excited. <laughs> no, but for real, that, that is that is very true. When you prioritize God, yeah. everything else falls into line. So that's my first thing. So how I rest in God is making sure I'm putting him first. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do social media fast. I'm starting to do more secular music fast. Um, just making sure that that's not the only type of music I'm listening to. I got to, like, you know, make sure you're filtering yourself, cleaning, and all that other stuff. Um, and then kind of like what Cheyenne was talking about, just sitting, like, basking in God's glory in quiet time literally it could just be me sitting and remembering how God like how good God is Mm -hmm. and you are being brought to the present moment going back to like being present Psalms 46 and 10 be still and know that I am God like when you are just like in your designated quiet time or just just taking a break and just sitting just just sitting try it for a time like you don't have to close your eyes like literally just sit and just think about God yeah. And let me know how that works. Because, you know, Naya gave us this devotion the other day, but it said, like, when you're getting closer to God, like, the devil will try to distract you. That also ties into your quiet time. Like, when you're just sitting there, like the example I gave, you're just sitting there and the devil will bring all of this stuff to your mind, mm-hmm. but just focus back on God. Yeah. And it's okay if you, like, kind of slip up because, like, mm-hmm. again, like, God understands. Like, sometimes in my quiet time, I'm thinking, like, okay, after this, I'm going to go eat. Like, <laughs> think of like the next thing so sometimes i'm like okay camille focus focus and what i do to remind myself is literally recite psalms 46 10 and say be still like i'm literally telling myself okay you have that thought 
okay, going back to this, like, yeah. be still in the moment. And then finally, how I honor the Sabbath as a college student, like, y'all, college is not for the week. Like, <laughs> these, these classes are really starting to break up. But um, I would say taking frequent breaks. And also I want to note that Sabbath doesn't explicitly mean Saturday or Sunday. It's common, like, it's common for... Um, Jewish people and Christians to honor the Sabbath on the on the weekends, but Sabbath itself, that word in Hebrew means rest. So, just because you're not honoring a Sabbath on Saturday or Sunday does not mean like, oh dang, I, I didn't do it. If you're resting on another day, it could be Tuesday, it could be Wednesday. If you're just resting another day, or you are really allocating chunks of your time towards God, you are still resting in Him. I think that's another way because yeah. being like again, being a college student. You're, I definitely have work every single day. Like, I, I, I just do. Um, and so I don't stress myself out. I do chunk up my work. But I also want to make sure that I'm allowing time to spend with God. Like, in the times that I am free, we want to make sure that, like, you have a time for relaxing and you also have time for resting. Again, we, you said that those are different. Like, relaxing, watching TV, scrolling through your phone, all this other stuff. That, that's relaxing, but that does nothing for your soul. That is not resting. That's you just trying to take a little mental break. That's like resting your brain, but that's not resting your soul. Again, those are different. So I want to make sure I'm allocating time for truly resting my soul. And yeah, I think that's all I have to say on that. Cheyenne, any last words? I think that's it. Um, last time I ended the episode with something that I think is very significant, and I think we're going to do it every episode. So. <laughs> She's going to do it every episode. Not me, y'all. Not me. This was great. This was God. And this is goodbye. Tap into the last episode if you didn't. Interact on our Instagram. Y'all so lame. Interact on our Instagram. But yeah. Okay, y'all. And that's going to be the end of the episode. Also, think about how you rest in God. Think about that.